Well, hey, good morning and welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. So thankful to have you join us today on the Drivecast. My name is Paul. I'm the teaching pastor for the Marion campus. This past Sunday, uh, we were looking at our core value of personal ministry. And to do that, we uh, were in Hebrews, uh, of course, in Hebrews 11 and the faith of David. And so then we went back into uh, the book of First Samuel and specifically First Samuel 17, which is the uh, battle between David and Goliath. Um, of course, a battle that uh, the Lord wins and David is, is merely the instrument of faith uh, that God uses to display his, his glory and his power. Um, but this core value of personal ministry is really rooted in Romans chapter 12. And I'll read verses 4 through 8 for us just to give a, a refresher and a reminder about what this core value of personal ministry is about. So it says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. And so that's the, or those are the verses that really uh, ground and establish this core value. And so a couple of things I think we have to make sure we see uh, with this. Number one, if you are a member of the body of Christ, if you believe in Jesus, you have a gift uh, given to you by the Holy Spirit through your faith in Christ, and you have a role to play uh, within the church. And so when I say the church, I always feel like it's important to be reminded that the church is not the walls that this people gather within. The church is not a building. I'm, I'm sure we say that uh, all of the time, but I think in our, our current con- cultural context, we have to be reminded of that. Uh, the church is a people, uh, the people of God who gather together corporately. And we talked about this value in the authentic community value. We we gather large and we scatter small, if you will. We gather big and in, in meeting in the temple together, uh, if you will, and coming out of Acts chapter two, and then we gather and break bread in people's homes. And so we do both of these things and each individual, everybody has a role to play uh, in the mission to go and make disciples of all nations. And so the question is, um, do you know uh, what your function is? What is your role? Just as one body has many members and the members do not all have the same function, though we uh, are many and we're one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And so all of us, we've got a role to play in this body of Christ. You know, in the story of David, something I thought was was helpful to see is oftentimes um, gaps uh, create and reveal opportunities for service. And so in the context of David, um, we see that the Israelite army is terrified of Goliath as he stomps out and and utters threats to them. And and nobody has the faith to step up. And that creates then a service gap. David sees that gap and he says, no, this guy can't essentially uh, blaspheme God. Somebody has to do something about this. And I believe because of my past experience and because of the really spiritual intimacy that David has with God, knowing that God is good, God is faithful, David steps into that gap. And I think that's sometimes helpful to think about. What are the gaps that I see in the body of Christ in a sense where, and somebody needs to step into that and do something. Oftentimes, I think the things that we're most frustrated about, why isn't anybody doing that? 
Maybe we need to ask ourselves, Lord, would you have me fill that gap? I was talking to someone once and and they were bringing up, you know, we have a lot of older folks and um, somebody needs to be reaching out to them and calling them and caring for them. And it was a great moment to say, you know, maybe the Lord is calling you to, to view that as your personal ministry, to take ownership of that and to really begin engaging in that way. It's not to say that uh, the pastoral staff doesn't have responsibility in that. We certainly do. And yet, sometimes I think uh, it's easy to be frustrated by something or to see a need and say, somebody else needs to do something. When we understand that we all have a personal ministry to contribute to, what we need to say is, Lord, would you have me fill that gap? And so I want to challenge uh, us today to really begin thinking along those lines and thinking, Lord, out of a, a spiritual intimacy with you, which again, we see from David, David's service is really rooted and grounded in a relationship with the Lord. We, we can't jump to serving before we um, really understand what it is to, to know God. Um, but as you look around, are there things that you see? And how can you step into those things? I know in a Sunday morning context, we have so many teams and we have so many gaps um, where we really need help for the process of making and multiplying disciples. And sometimes when we see gaps or maybe we don't, we're saying, what what am I supposed to do? Sunday morning is a great place to begin. Uh, Sunday morning is not the only place that we serve, but Sunday morning is a great place to begin. And then as we look out, we say, okay, how can my life group make a difference? What are gaps in our city? What are things that are happening around us uh, that that need addressed and, and that need to um, need somebody needs to do something about? And so again, maybe that's you and your life group uh, really rallying and focusing your efforts on a particular um, need in our city uh, or in a vulnerable people group or whatever it may be. And so what I want to do uh, with the rest of our time is just spend some time in prayer. Now, I'm going to kick us off in prayer. Uh, I do want to say thanks again so much for joining us today. You can read the full devotional content, which is really well done from our writing team uh, in the app. I would encourage you to do that. But I want to pray for us and, and then I want to encourage you to pray uh, at the end as well. Father, we praise you and thank you that you have saved us through your son and that through faith we are reconciled to you. Um, Our sins are as far gone as the east is from the west. And so we first and foremost praise you for that. Father, I pray that you would open our eyes um, by the power of your spirit to see uh, the gaps that exist around us. Maybe it's a gap on a Sunday morning that we need to step in to fill. Maybe it's a gap uh, in our community that our life group needs to rally around and to really start doing something about. But would you work in us maybe just a holy discontent that things should not be this way? And would then you help us see how you have uniquely gifted us and equipped us to make a difference for your glory, for your kingdom, for the saving and multiplying of disciples, and ultimately, again, for our good. Do that in us, Father, uh, again, for your glory, for our good. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.